Well, listening to that is Anna Menon, Professor Anna Menon, who's Director of UK in a Changing Europe, a favourite son of Wakefield and indeed the man who made levelling up Wakefield a BBC Radio 4 programme. You can still hear on BBC Sounds. Good morning to you, Anna. Hi, Nick. How are you? Um, well, it's a striking reminder listening to that clip, isn't it, that when we talk about levelling up, we're not talking about Wakefield being the same as Pickett Town, Slough or Milton Keynes, just leads a few miles up the road, feels like a different world often. No, I think that's a really important point, is that, you know, you've got to welcome the fact that the government is talking about levelling up, but to look at it as a national project without being aware of the intricacies and the differences between different places is to get it wholly wrong. So, you know, as you said earlier on, Wakefield's problem isn't a lack of connectivity with London or with Leeds because the trains are brilliant. Wakefield's transport problems are transports within uh, Wakefield and the five towns. It's getting from one end of Wakefield to the other that's the real problem rather than connectivity with cities nearby. And I think that is key to levelling up, is being aware of the particular issues that individual places face. And that transport isn't just about going to the shops, isn't about visiting your gran. It is about employment, it's about getting decent jobs. Yeah, I mean, it's about economic geography, isn't it? I mean, in Wakefield, communities grew up around the pits because that's where the jobs were. Now what you find is some of those uh, mining communities are essentially cut off from the places in the region where the jobs are because bus services are being cut. Uh, when you did that package earlier, about half past seven, one of the people you interviewed talked about towns with nothingness in between, which I thought was very evocative. It's just very, very hard to get around the Wakefield district, and that is a priority, I think. The thing I was struck by just on a day in Wakefield, and there's always a danger just turning up for the day as a reporter, but you see again and again examples of schemes by different governments that frankly haven't got anywhere. A posh new indoor market hall, empty. Another upmarket sort of market location converted into something else. Well-meaning ministers and officials in Whitehall spending millions of quid on something that doesn't really make much difference. Yeah, I mean, I think there are a couple of things here. I think there is sort of physical distance. Uh, trying to trying to deal with Wakefield from London has its drawbacks. But the second thing is the short attention span of politicians, that it's too easy, I think, for politicians to move from, from one fad to the next. I notice, for instance, that a lot of the missions that seem to be listed in this uh, levelling up white paper are the same as those in the now defunct industrial strategy. So we've got to be careful about attention span. And I think this also points to the fact that actually key to the success of levelling up is to give local leaders both the authority and the finance to allow them to do some of this stuff because they are invested in their regions and know what's best for them. We heard from the mayor of uh, West Yorkshire, new mayor, because the job's only been in existence for a little bit over a year, and there are new mayors coming for other bits of Yorkshire, other bits of the country as well. What they all seem united in hating is the idea that they have to take part in what they call beauty contests, in which Whitehall says the best scheme will get the money. They just want to have the cash and spend it themselves, don't they? Absolutely. And this is a distinction, isn't it? You can create as many mayors as you want, but if you don't devolve fiscal policy, if you don't give local authorities the ability to raise their own tax revenues, uh, then actually you are engaged in this beauty contest. And when you have a beauty contest like this, well-resourced areas like Greater Manchester with teams of people who are there to write the bids to get the money from central government are always going to do disproportionately well. But let's go back to the economics. I'm sitting here in Leeds. You know 
not just because Channel 4's moved here, big number of media jobs. There's always been a lot of financial sector jobs here. This is a city that is a big retail hub. It's got many universities as well. How on earth does Little Wakefield, with low-skilled, low-wage jobs, ever get back in the game? Well, the key is to transform the Wakefield economy. So you're not simply talking about low-skill, low-wage jobs. You're absolutely right. It is a problem in Wakefield. I think something like 14% of the working-age population are reliant on out-of-work benefits in Wakefield. There's a, there, are, there are a lot of very, very low-paid jobs in Wakefield, and that's why skills are absolutely key. You're at Wakefield College, which is a fantastic institution, but I think what places like Wakefield need is the flexibility to introduce skill strategies that are suited to the people of their region. Again, it's about looking local rather than looking national. And it's not about competing with Leeds. It's simply about creating an economy where people like the young lady you were talking to from Wakefield College before feel like they can make a future.